0: i mean we done had our miscommunications complications everything that you could think of i'm really different from them other dudes you used to mess with and if i think something's worth it then i'm gonna go get it point blank period you got your flaws i got mine but that don't mean that we can't be together i don't want to waste your time
2: and i damn sure don't want you to waste mine but check this out the only thing is the distance i be lying if I sit at there, fine, missing. I the missing is it. Marcus Jones, listen. a.k.a. Elliot J. Elliot, Elliot J. Goes by?
0: Yep. Is this how
1: it goes the whole time?
2: Yeah, that's about it. Is he <laughs> oh, singing? There's a beat.
0: He just rapped. This is
2: singing. It's not singing. It's rapping. This
1: is weird. Go down I'm going to go on record and say I don't like this.
2: I am going to go on record and say that we're the first Boston sensation to break this classic track. Good for us. I think we should include it in all of our, you know, comeback music. Okay, yeah. I feel like I need I don't
1: even the the twitch chat wants us to dance to this, but I don't even know how you dance. It sounds like
2: I don't think they want me or Tyron to dance. It sounds that.
1: like somebody put a walkie-talkie in an aquarium or something.
0: I feel like I need more drums. Yeah, I think I need I need drums with this, right? Right now we we only a little got more bass. Yeah. We, no, no. no, we got, we got, well, we, we, okay, here we go. Here's here we drums. go. Here we go. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to dance with no drums.
1: You know what? Once Kanye started doing auto-tune, the whole world fell apart. Yeah. Essentially. This is not good. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not
2: a. Just give, did Ooh, you just drop boom, that drum in boom. there. Or is that part of the song? By the way, it's already over. Oh, it's that, was,
0: that was, that it? was it. That was, that, that was, was a whole song. Quick hey, track. there, there's more though.
2: Do you guys want to hear it again? No, Come
0: no, am cool, i cool. cool. I will confirm, though, Marcus, old. Marcus Jones, better cornerback than musical artist.
2: <laughs> nice. All right, let me get oh, your was take. Oh, is that
1: another one of his songs?
2: <laughs> let me get your checking. take, Kyrie, on the uh, offensive line. So it seemed like early in camp, 7-on-7 seven seven seemed to be okay. The minute 11-on-11 11 11 started in the offensive line. Now, you can credit the D-line because they've looked really good. Or Lack of communication, new scheme. Isaiah Wynn hasn't been there. The depth was in question coming into camp. It's being tested early. Where are you on, on this offensive line that we all thought was going to be you
0: know a strength of this team? Weirdly enough, the last couple of days, I would say the performance has been flipped where seven-on-sevens have looked like more of a chore for the Patriots offense, and the team segments have actually been pretty decent. There's still definitely a work in progress on running the football. One thing that had been noted during the preseason game, Last week was that with, uh, you know, Riyadnika juiced and, you know, whoever was playing tackle. They were having some trouble, uh, you know, getting to the second level on those outside zones. So sometimes you have, like, players shooting gaps backside and bringing people down. They've gotten a little bit better at that over the last couple days. You actually saw a couple runs today, in fact, where it was like, okay, that's how it's supposed to look. Like, that's actually five yards before the running back's getting touched. I like this. Yeah.
2: This, so you, so you actually saw some holes because yeah. we've been hearing how, like, you know, the holes haven't been there for some running backs. And, the, you know, you worry because that's one of your strengths as well, like the running Supposed backs. and yeah, yeah. And you want, you know, no good uh, – greatest running back in the NFL get a horrible line. They're not going to be that good.
0: No, no, indeed. And I and I think there have definitely been some more holes, though. It's funny. <laughs> Damien Harris was asked uh, by Evan Lazar at Patriots.com yesterday, like, yeah. like, do you feel like you've got, you know, space to run the ball? And he was just kind of like, huh, that's – uh. It's a good question. You kind of stumped me on that, and I'm like, that's not what you want to hear. I will say that while running the football is still pretty inconsistent, and I would say probably more consistently on the not-as-good side than the good side, the pass protection's gotten quite a bit better. There were a bunch of plays today where Mac Jones was, again, pulling it down and scrambling a bit more. But I think, again, those were maybe more in the realm of coverage sacks than protection breakdowns. I think the communication has looked better on the offensive line where um, where, where the play-action stuff that they were running, it was ghastly last week, gotten a lot better in these last couple days. I saw them passing off stunts and looking, like, really smooth with it, and that allowed Mac Jones to test the field a little bit more and get the ball down the field. Um, and so I, I think that they've definitely taken a step up the last couple of days. It's still not 100% where you would like it to be. But you can say that they have gotten at least 1% better over the past couple okay, of days.
1: Okay, 1% is not very much.
0: Um, no. <laughs> I do want to
1: say, so we have we heard from, I think it was Giardi yesterday, and I think Andrew Callahan doubled down on it, said that Mac looked the best in the first day of joint practices that he's looked all summer. Do you agree with that? How is he looking today?
0: So I think that over the last couple of days, he's definitely looked a bit more like the old Mac Jones that we're used to seeing. And I think that particularly yesterday, he, w- he was feeling himself. I think they've started off the, the last couple of practices hot uh, and, and really completing a bunch of passes. He looks smooth. And one one play that I really liked, actually, was the second play they did in team segments yesterday. They did one of those boot play action rollouts. Mac mm-hmm. looked nice. I really liked his footwork on that and the way he delivered the ball. And he was Being aggressive, and I think that's one of the hallmarks of it is is him being more aggressive than he was last season. He was definitely pushing it. Today, again, I think it was a little bit more of a challenge just from a coverage standpoint. He had to pull it down and run a little bit more. But I think just in terms of how he was delivering the football, yeah, he looked good again. There were just some gorgeous touch passes to Nelson Aguilar in the end zone. He had a nice one to Johnu Smith. And and of course, he's been finding Jacoby Myers all over the place. So I, I feel like he's looked as comfortable these last couple of days as he did at the beginning of training camp before everything kind of started going to hell. So I think that's definitely a step in the right direction. So
2: a lot of talk, you know, about new scheme and kind of upgrading or getting with the times. I think Kendrick Bourne called it dope, you know, as far as like, getting the offensive guys into action, the playmakers, right? Yeah. So have you seen that? Have you watched practice and man, this just looks differently. Route running, what a lot of action, different things you're seeing offensively compared to in the past.
0: Well, I would say that for sure um, some of the confusion in in the, the protections and in the route running has kind of manifested itself. There were two straight plays for like Tyquan Thornton and Devontae Parker were in the wrong place, and then the next play was like Nelson Aguilar – and, and Jonu Smith were in the same area, and that was, those were a couple straight incompletions. But you want to talk about somebody who's been benefiting from this? It's Ben Aguilar. Um, in I was going to say, what been,
1: is your buy-in there? Because I've seen a lot of people over these joint practices, kind of like Jalen Mills on the other side, say Nelson Aguilar looks like a wide receiver one. Like, he looks really good compared to how he looked during the season last year, which was not good.
0: No, and, and again, I think that... Part of the issue with Aguilar last year was that the lack of depth at wide receiver forced him to play a role that he was not meant for, which is stick you on the outside and be an ex-receiver. That's not him. What they've been doing with him now, and one of his touchdowns came off of this, they put him in the slot, where they move him around, they motion him around and try to get him a favorable matchup. And I'll tell you what, in one-on-ones, they can't hold this dude. So he's going to be the slot guy? I think Potentially? uh, A slot guy. I mean, I think that essentially what you've got right here is you've got – You know, Devontae Parker, which is he is meant to be stick him on the outside and contested catches and do the big fella. That that is is his role. And I think basically all these other guys are going to be tight splits or they're going to be moving around the formations and trying to get them space to operate. And I think Aguilar has looked the deadliest of any of those guys when he has space because he's quick, he's fast, his moves are so twitchy. Like these cornerbacks just cannot stick with him because he knows exactly what he is going to do. And and by the time he he gets out of his break, they can't they can't handle it. And his getting the ball out of the air, that was something he was not like very snatching. good at, not very good at last year at all. He went up over like three guys to get that second touchdown that he had. I thought that pass was destined to either get knocked down or picked off. And there goes Aguilar up over everybody, including J.C. Horn, like their best cornerback. And he's catching a touchdown pass. Like that was that was a wow play from him that we we have not really been seeing. So I think that the way they've been using him, I think, is giving him a lot of confidence. And I mean, Mac Jones has been trusting him in in that big two minute drive, like towards the end of practice that they had the the last time the one offense was on the field. Nelson Aguilar was the recipient of the first two targets. Mm-hmm. Didn't he
1: say uh, Mac after practice today? He said something along the lines of like. Nelson Aguilar has a QB football brain like that he I think we've got something along the lines of like how well he knows football for a wide receiver we got that can we hear that Ryan
2: I love Nelson um he's obviously very quick very fast he loves football I don't know that I've seen a receiver who understands football as well as he does in terms of just general knowledge he's almost like a quarterback out there and um all of our guys have worked really hard and you know, we, we put in a lot of work together in the offseason. He was at, you know, all the throwing sessions. But, you know, that's what we're trying to grow from. It's like, remember that one time we were throwing and I told you to do this. Let's try it on the next play. And we've all done that together as a group. So he's definitely done a good job. And we just got to keep consistency up with all those guys. And like I said, they all bring a different trait to the table. Cool. Thank you, guys.
1: Ooh, how much do you think Bill loves hearing that?
0: He's like a quarterback brain. He knows football. He's taking so over well. James oh, White. Yeah, yeah. Well, to well, say, uh, does that sound like a guy the Patriots are going to be trying to trade? I uh, don't no. know about all that. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> but but I, I really think that again. When I think his issues have largely been the positioning, and I think sometimes tracking the football, it hasn't necessarily been like "What are you doing? Like you're running the wrong route, like Johnny or like, Smith, or, <laughs> or something like that." <laughs> the worst it, of Johnny Smith it, it, running the been, wrong route. It's been like, "Oh yeah, I'm in position," and then he's fighting the ball down the field. With Johnny Smith, I will say I'm they- saying
1: le- I, I'm I should qualify. It's 2021, Johnny Smith. I'm talking yeah.
0: about. Do you think Johnny Smith is,
2: is there more there this year? Because funny, because like second year understanding of the offense, and these guys come in, they're like, yeah, yeah we're right? going to change it up a little bit. And he's like, oh, great. But is this sort of scheme allowing again playmakers? He's him being one of them. Are you seeing him more to the point? Where you can actually think he's a contributor here, year two with the Pats.
0: So I think he will contribute. The question is, what do you expect? Like, I don't know that I'm expecting him to, you know, catch, what, 70 passes, you know, 700 yards or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But... I've been really interested to see how how the different ways they've tried to get him the ball. They've used him more as an as a target on RPOs, which I found fascinating because I don't remember them doing a whole lot last year where they'll fake a run play, they got him on a bubble screen or a quick slant. He's been a nice short outlet for Jones and and I think that his his route running is not necessarily like super crisp, but his athleticism, I think today on a couple of occasions allowed him to separate. I think he shines mostly in the red zone. I don't know if that you're going to see necessarily him making huge plays in between the twenties all the time. Though I think that's the that that's the goal, right? Get him the ball and let him run with it, and, and that's where you've seen some of the RPO, some of the quick stuff. But in in the goal line situations, he was drawing holding penalties all the time because his physicality is such that I mean he just, he'll just from he'll,
1: the Panthers players. Yeah, yeah. Okay, from, yeah, just from the, making sure yeah, this wasn't yeah, back yeah exactly in, like he's, at, he's like at, from Patriots defenders. Yeah, it's
0: like he's he's at the top of the route and he's just going right through them and and they can't deal with him, so they're holding him he's jumping up over them he's, he's boxing him out in, in the end zone and again he had a nice little seam route sort of touchdown today where he just beat a guy nicely and and mac jones trusted him with a perfect pass so i mean i think it's still a little early to say that oh yeah this is going to be a breakout year for john who smith but i think if nothing else they are going to try to get him the football I think more than they did last year when he was one of the least targeted tight ends. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing with John O.
2: Smith, he he was the first tight end he signed, right? Mm -hmm. He he signed him, and then they went out and got Hunter Henry. And really, it was like the tight end. It was the touchdowns, the red zone stuff that kind of jumped out the year before in Tennessee. He had eight touchdowns, but he only had 41 catches for 448 yards. Like that's, and he was 35 the year before. Like that's who he is. He had 28 here. Yeah. Like if he just got a. Another 10, he would have been basically on his career average. Yeah. And we were talking about how he just disappeared, how he, a they huge tried disappointment. To but you, you too. just, if he goes out there and gives you 40, is that going to satisfy the appetite of people? Be like, okay. John, who finally checked in, it's only 12 more catches than he had last year, which was hugely disappointing. I think the question is... But that's
0: is, who he is. I, it, yeah, I think so. So lower your
2: expectations.
0: Yeah, and I think the question is going to be, if he only catches 40 balls, what are those 40 catches going to be? Set you talking, bar low, you, well, well, are you talk, are you talking about eight of those are going to be touchdowns? Because I feel like something like that would, I don't know that that would be like, oh yeah, he's worth the money that we paid, like the big money we paid him. But that would definitely be like, okay, Jonu Smith is a different, a different But isn't Hunter Henry, offense.
2: that guy in the red zone? Yeah, like he sudden, was, he, he was last you know year. What I mean, he's going to like report. flip and it's going to be like, he's comfortable with Hunter Henry in the red zone. It's not going to just go to, to John Smith. I just, I feel like if he comes out next year with you know 40 catches and 450 yards
0: and, Two or three touchdowns, it's really who he is. Yeah, I mean, that that's going to feel like Jonu Smith. I'll say, like, and, and yeah, I think they did try to get him involved, and sometimes it was bad luck. Sometimes it was Jonu Smith and Mac Jones not being on the same page. I do think that to an extent, like, this this new offense and, and the way that they are trying to, you know, kind of spread things out, get athletes on the move, he fits the bill perfectly for somebody who should benefit under that and, again, I've seen them trying to do new things with him. I mean, they've also done some old things with him where it's like, oh, yeah, let's give you the ball in a jet sweep. But I feel All like right. that was almost like that, that was how they got Johnny Smith his one touch a game last year. And I felt like sometimes that wasn't enough. Um, so, I mean, we'll see if they keep up some of this short target stuff and, 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 if, and if he does stuff in the red zone.
1: Was Matty P calling plays? Yep. The whole time? No, so, Joe judge, none of that.
0: So what I heard, and, and this this is Phil Perry tweeted this out that he heard from some Panthers guys that they thought Bill Belichick might have been calling plays during that last two minute during wait, the wait wait,
1: wait, 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 oh, wait! What do you mean boy. that the players are walking around saying Bill was calling? I don't plays? know about
0: I don't know about the players. I think maybe oh, it's like sorry, re- the, reporters, the reporters or like were, some, or, or like somebody. How come the
1: Panthers reporters knew that and the Patriots reporters didn't know that?
0: That's a good question. I no.
1: mean, seriously, aren't you guys all sitting on the same hill there?
0: Yeah. And I I don't know where he heard it from, but I will say that when I was watching and and you know this was during that like like towards that end of practice drive where the one's offense was out there and even when the twos were out there, I saw Matt Patricia clearly radioing the plays. I did not see Joe Judge anywhere near that though. Again, he kind of resumes his thing where during walkthroughs with like the the backups, right? Mm-hmm. He'll call plays or he'll do it during seven on sevens. But anytime there's the 11s. A, yeah, or like any anywhere there's a remotely serious drill where it's competitive, Matt Patricia is usually the guy. Okay, wait, up front I, doing I it. want
1: to know what the Panthers reporters saw that made them come to the conclusion that Bill Belichick, right, was calling plays.
0: Yeah, because I didn't I didn't see that personally. And, and Bill can be kind of hard to track down at some points. when he's Phil everywhere. Perry's but, but yeah, he's i Yeah, I think you, is, we should yeah. check it out.
2: Are you in that? There's a lot of this, like a forming opinion now. I think Curran had it. She already had it. I don't even know if it was yesterday or not with Andrew Callahan. But that even though it, all things are pointing towards Matt Patricia calling plays, that it's actually Joe Judge that's going to be groomed and that, that he could end up calling plays at some point this year or be the guy in the future.
0: And that was that was something Mike said with uh, Andy Hart and I this weekend. And I feel like for me, like when I look at the way practice has been going, I just have not seen evidence that Joe Judge is is going to be doing this for the start. Like he, he doesn't call plays for the starting offense. Like it just doesn't happen. Right. And I just find it a bit hard to believe, like just like as difficult as this offense can be to, to you know take time with and you got to invest time with it and all that, they've invested so much time in Matt Patricia being the guy calling plays that it would just be a bit jarring that like, oh yeah, like week one, when it really matters, Joe Judge is going to be doing it because we just haven't seen that evidence. I would be inclined to believe that, I mean, clearly there is a reason that Joe Judge was calling plays. I would be more inclined to believe that Maybe it's, what if this thing doesn't work out with Patricia? Maybe they need him more on the offensive line. Maybe we prefer him in a different role, and let's see how Joe does with it. Or maybe it is a, you know what, if uh, Gerard Mayo leaves next year for, for a coaching position, what if we bump Matt Patricia over to the defensive side where he's always been accustomed to being, and then we give Joe Judge a chance. I just, for right now, I feel like, I'm not prepared to think that Joe Judge is going to call plays week one based on what we've seen. Now, Bill Belichick, I also am not wholly sure about because, again, every time I look up, it's Matt Patricia holding the thing. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? So so I, I think that maybe they're playing around with a couple of different things. Like, okay, if if Patricia doesn't work out or maybe like Bill's just like, okay, what if I want to do this? Like, what if I feel like at the end of the game, I really just want to take this, this walkie-talkie? Let me see how it feels. That's how I feel that that it might be. All right. He's Kyrie Thompson at
2: WEI.com, talking a lot about the Patriots here, joint practices. Wrap up today with the Patriots and Panthers down at Gillette. They do the real thing on Friday night when we come back. Hard Knocks Episode Two, Dan Campbell. Got to love some Dan Campbell, don't you? We'll, we'll play a little bit of that when we come back.